What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Byler Bomb Show. I am your host, Austin Byler, and today we have a very special guest. We've got Andrew from the Yard Work Podcast. Some of my favorite guys, him and his cousin AJ, they run this podcast called The Yard Work, and basically they just talk sports, they talk life, uh, just inspiring the youth. A lot of fun topics. I've, I've been on their show a couple times now, man, and it's been a great time. Love listening to what they got going. Over 50,000 downloads. So people are paying attention. They love them. Um, and these guys are awesome. They're young entrepreneurs, and they're trying to make an impact in the world. And I'm just super excited to have you on the show today, Andrew. So so welcome to the Byler Bomb Show, my man. I'm so excited to be on the Byler Bombs show. Like I was saying uh, to you before, like, this is one of my first guests. Uh, appearances on a show and i'm so excited to be in the byler bomb because you know man you're doing a, a great job with you know major league university and byler bombs and all that so i'm super excited to get to be a part of it man no just to have you on i've been wanting to get you guys on for a while and i'm just super excited man because we always have a good time and i think the best thing about yeah, yeah. baseball is like it reconnects so many people in this world and we kind of just connected through social media just out of the blue much, yeah. um dude yeah, yeah. unreal i love it yeah I just want to, you know, shout out to my cousin AJ, who can't be here uh, today. He's actually playing a college ball game. Yes. Um, Let's go, AJ. Hopefully he's hitting a tank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but I just want to give him that, that shout out, that quick plug before we move on. You got to. Yeah, AJ, the homie, man. He's, he's doing his thing out there in college right now. So, good for him. Working hard, yeah, man. Yeah. So, so, let's get into it, man. So, first time as a guest. This is pretty cool. Yeah. So, very exciting. So, the yard work, man, just kind of take me through this first and foremost because I love it and I love what you guys are doing over there. Um, I love Appreciate listening it. in. A lot of really cool guests, a lot of really cool people on there, and you guys are just awesome dudes and you're younger. So kind of take the guys, take these guys through your story of how you, of how that all came about and how you guys got that started. Yeah, so pretty much what happened was uh, about a year, a year and a half ago, uh, my cousin and I, we were you know freshmen in college. And it's, you know, like October, November area uh, around that time. And, you know, things weren't really going our way. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh, we were, you know, struggling athletes trying to break onto the scene. And things were not looking super well for us at that time. And pretty much one day we were just talking because, you know, we, we were called back and forth uh, so much when we were in college. You know, both freshmen, we were both living away from home. It was a new experience. And so we had like that... Uh, brotherly or cousinly bond to talk uh, almost every day yeah and we'd always talk in uh baseball it, that's always what it came down it's always baseball a little bit of football cause of course you know the football season uh college football too and then one day we were like dude why don't we just kind of record our our talks or whatever and so pretty much just one day uh we just kind of like we said it like loosely one time and then one day i don't know why i just woke up and i was like all right we're starting the podcast <laughs> so main everything man i found a platform use Podbean. soon we got into itunes which was insane and i did uh an episode or two first just to try to get get the ball rolling he's a little uh unsure we were still like talking about it and then he hopped on man and he made such a big difference because he really helped. He helped us, you know, lift it uh, into what the yard work is today. Because it was me and him, and then we were going every day together working, and uh, we were just kind of doing our thing. And at, at first, you know, it was just two college kids in a dorm speaking into a phone with some bad equipment, no microphone, <laughs> nothing. And soon it was just kind of like, it, I don't know how to ex explain it. It was almost like. Uh, 
it was kind of like a reminder for us to like, keep working, keep working hard at school, yeah. keep working hard, uh, you know, in the weight room, you know, uh, as, as struggling athletes, you know, make the team and go out there and do our best. And then, you know, this was kind of our reminder because we were like, if we can get people to listen to us, literally just recording into a phone, it's like, what else can we do? Like, nothing can stop us. So I think this was like big on like confidence boosting. Uh, yeah. For us. And then, dude, like you said, I mean, we've just been trying our hardest every day. Like we always say, is be better than you were yesterday. Ooh. Yeah. You gotta. You have to just keep crushing it. Go out there every day and do your best. And uh, I think this really did help us. I think it's something that we needed. And then, I mean, super proud of AJ going out there making the baseball team. He's playing out at Johns Hopkins. Uh, and yeah. Wow, man, that's it's incredible. Like the family connection, you guys are reuniting college, going in there just in the dorm room, just talking sports, like just having normal conversations, and then you just pop up, hey, I want to have a podcast and <laughs> let's yeah, record yeah. this. Like, why don't we just record what we're doing? And obviously, it's turned into something pretty incredible, like very soon. And and you're still 19, correct? Or are you 20 yeah, now? Yeah, still 19. Dude, that's like when you first mentioned that to me, I was like, these guys sound like professionals on the phone, and then. <laughs> You go, yeah, we're both 19. I'm like, what? 19 years old? Yeah. So the fact that you say be better than you were yesterday, like you can achieve anything you set your mind to. Like don't be afraid to start. Like we all have a fear of starting something new, but once you get after it and go do it, like you guys inspired me to start this podcast. <laughs> I remember telling you. I was like, man, I got to get on. Um, so much more than you know hearing that. Dude, no, it was incredible. It, it fires me up because I was just pumped up to hear that. Like, you guys just <laughs> didn't let society tell you no. So now, yeah. like, take us through that podcast, like how it's kind of grown and, and how you guys have um, overcame some obstacles as of late, especially, yeah. and just, like, really pushing that podcast into the future. Yeah, so pretty much what happened was uh, one of the biggest obstacles that we actually just recently hit was AJ made uh, – you know, the baseball team at his school uh, a few months ago, and he was actually, he actually had to stop the podcast. He didn't want to get in trouble uh, with NCAA violations, stuff like that. And just to be safe, he kind of had to uh, remove himself from putting, you know, having his voice on uh, the podcast and kind of, he's still, you know, you know behind the scenes, we still talk every day and we still talk about how we can grow this because the thing is, we have a few more years of college and we're hoping to, keep continuing to do this or do something like it so it was tough man we, we went like 10 days of not recording because i knew i'd be by myself and uh it was tough because it's definitely not the same you know when you, you start this this project and you have these goals and, and they're these shared goals uh with your cousin and you want to do it and then just something so unfair is the ncaa saying that you know these kids can't also trying to better themselves for the future you know off the field and they have to stop doing it it was uh it was tough to swallow mm. so but uh we just kind of said you know what we got to keep pushing uh and i have some great guests you know uh there's you man and there's carson lee i always say those are right hand guys <laughs> appreciate those, it those two guys and uh when aj couldn't uh continue the show uh, for now you know his college years i was like all right i need I need some guys to help me on the show to ease into this thing by myself. And the first two guys I had was uh, you and Carson Lake. So that definitely made it easier. Dude, super honored. Um, as the NCAA goes, I have a lot of opinions about that. I think that it's yeah. complete 
nonsense and uh it, it really ticks me off because here you guys are aspiring like to do amazing things in the world like making a change like taking that step forward and trying to better yourselves and like the the community and you wanted to do something that you've been doing and you get kind of like told no like you're not allowed to do this like you're gonna get in trouble like come on man yeah. so to hear that but then to see that you kind of persevered through it and like obviously me and Carson on the show is awesome I'm glad we could help out but it's fun to be on the show because we see how impactful this show's been so going through that adversity man that's tough but I'm, I'm happy you guys are able to kind of still knit it together and he can help out behind the scenes and kind of help you guys market this yeah. thing and and get it rolling um obviously best of luck to him man he's out there crushing it in these games I hope that the season's going well how's the season going for him uh pretty good actually i was uh talking to uh my uncle his dad the other day uh looking good johns hopkins they're uh playing pretty well he's uh he's a pitcher had a couple of good uh good appearances zero era so he's doing uh doing pretty good my guy's killing it out there dude good for him man shout out aj that that pumps me up good for him so before like we were talking just a little bit about um just catching up again you know like rekindling and you said you were golfing uh, let's yeah. hit on that real quick. Let's tell the audience how was the golf game out there. How how were you shooting it? Oh man, you got to do this to me. <laughs> Had to throw you on the spot, man. Not a big golfer. Right? <laughs> we got like a pitch and putt. Everything was par three. Uh, me and my friends, we probably averaged like ten strokes ahead. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> there was a lot of bunkers. There was a lot of water. Uh, it's it's tough. It's tough when you got those. Uh, those obstacles on the course. Yeah, I agree. I'm not the best golfer myself, but um, we'll have to get, we'll have to get it going. I keep saying I'm gonna head out there for a camp or something here in the summer or in the fall. So yeah. we'll have to link it up. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you were saying that you were coaching, man. So take us through your coaching career so far. I know you're still in college; like things are really early, but you're helping out with the youth, and and something that we love doing here is helping youth baseball and helping inspire these kids to chase their dreams and do things like you guys have done and and these things that a lot of kids are starting to do nowadays and take that initiative. So take us through that coaching, man. What what age group are you coaching and and how's that impacted your life? This is, uh, yeah, I mean, this it's actually a little bit of a a wild story. So pretty much I've been coaching. I did in the fall and now I'm doing it again in the spring. Uh, It's Saturday, Sundays in the morning. And pretty much you needed no athletic uh, experience okay. to, uh, nice. to do this job. It was, pretty, it was pretty much the babysitting job. Okay. Uh, and we ended up playing a lot of games. I'm working with, you know, three, four-year-old kids. Uh, it's not the easiest to work with those kids all the time. They don't always want to do the, the drills that we're playing or, or the games. So sometimes, sometimes you have to make it fun for them. So I, I pretty much just say it's like a... It's a little bit like a, like a camp. It's like all around. We're trying to teach them to get, you know, their, their skills working, even, you know, their hands, their feet, everything, get them to uh, just just be prepared, you know, when they, uh, you know, get older and they start moving up into, uh, I guess, more organized uh, coaching. Okay. Yeah. Nice, man. No, it's really <laughs> cool. I know, dude. I feel like you're expecting me to, like, yeah, you know, I have like a you know little Team USA. You know, <laughs> you know they're like ten years old, dude. They're Team USA, but uh, <laughs> they're like three, four years old. But, no, that's I mean, awesome. I, it feels good to uh, you know just get out there, dude, run around with the kids, 
and just just see, just see just watch them play because we have some real good athletes that come down and uh even at three four years old it amazed me to watch some of these kids because they're the future yeah no i bet they teach you a lot of life lessons that yeah. that you almost forget about sometimes even going through that college man i know that's tough so what what university are you going to right now, and, and what brought you there? So you're at are you at John Hopkins as well? No, no, I'm not. I am actually at uh, Malloy College right now. Okay. In, uh, in Long Island, I went away to SUNY Cortland uh, last year. Uh, ended up coming home, came home to continue to work on this. Uh, I'm actually, uh, like I said, a struggling athlete. That's why I can still be on the show. But even if uh, I do get a roster spot. Hopefully, uh, I'll hopefully know you know uh, sometime you know fall winter time. Uh, it's going to be hard to give this up. I'm going to be honest. I think I'm going to have to just I'm going to have to try to uh, try to hide this a little bit. Yeah, throw it undercover a little, man. Go undercover, go incognito. Yeah, <laughs> change your name, throw on a beard. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, nice. so pretty uh, transferred home because. It was just tough when you when you're in upstate New York. It, it snows. It snows like almost like year round, from like October to April. We had like three feet of snow. There's not much to do. Oh my gosh! You know what I'm so you're saying? just like, stuck like, inside. As someone who's super active, who wants to just play any sport, there is just to get outside. It's tough to do that because you can't really play baseball in three feet of snow. You can't really play football. I mean. You can try. It's pretty fun in the snow, but when it's three feet, you can't even run. Now you can play basketball. I mean, there was an indoor court, but we got so sick of it yeah. every day going there. You know? Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. So it was just kind of. Uh, it was a little. It was a little mentally tough. I'm actually not gonna lie. Um, I had a, a great group of guys up there that I met. A great group of friends. But when you're just in the dorm every day. It's, it gets hard to keep yourself occupied, you know? Yeah. No, absolutely, man. You want to get out. You want to do stuff. You want to be outside, yeah. man. I think nature is like is the most natural drug in the world because it literally yeah. enhances our minds and our bodies and like that we connect with the sun and like the wind. And I'm probably sounding crazy right now, but it's true because yeah. it gives you like all this energy that's natural and that we've always fed off for our whole lives. So like take us through that, man, because I played – obviously at the University of Nevada, Reno, and it was tough sometimes in the fall because we got some snow, but we didn't get consistent three feet of snow all the time, you know, like we didn't get bombarded, but we got, we had to go in the cages, yeah, it was, and it was windy, and it was cold, and you're hating it, so growing up playing ball, and like, obviously AJ as well, like, how do you guys do that, playing sports in the snow, that's gotta be tough, man, to like get out and be able to do stuff, right? Yeah, dude, and uh, the thing also, you know, me and AJ, we were you know all multi-sport athletes so growing up we were always who's better who's better what who's better what sport we talking about who's the better athlete let's let's go with that uh overall uh, and this is this is a tough call i mean You're putting you're me in such a bad spot. You know that, right? Yeah, I'm throwing you on the spot, man. First podcast, and I'm throwing the ringer right. at you. I'm sorry. This is, this is my uh, my take on this, right? Whether someone is a better athlete than me or not, I'm probably never going to admit. Well, it depends. Like LeBron James, yeah, he's better than me. But uh, most like most of the time, people are going to ask me, who's a, 
you know, better athlete comparing me to someone, I'm going to go with myself. Like, I'm never going to not bet again or, or away from myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know no, absolutely. You're, you're like, so I'm right. Like, I'm going to bet for myself. Uh, and I think that's just that kind of mindset I kind of just grew up with. When you, you know, when you take the field and you do anything, you have to go in with that mindset. You know, it's not that you're cocky and, and you're, you know, bragging to people, but you have to kind of go in with that mindset in the back of your head that, you know, you're the best and you're here to compete. Exactly. You got to trust your ability yeah, every yeah. single so day. I think uh, just for that reason, I'm going to have to, uh, going to have to say me, but I, okay. I do have to say the one-on-one matchups between me and AJ are quite awesome. <laughs> I'd pay money to watch. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So yeah, take us through that snow. Like, how do you like get out and do what you need to do to perform? Because a lot of my viewers are on the West Coast. Um, naturally, being in Arizona, California, Reno, a lot. Like, they're not always used to being in the snow, especially Arizona, and um, they're playing baseball year round. It's unbelievable. So, in a cold weather state, how do you stay prepared for the game? Yeah, so pretty much, uh, you know, if you're in a cold weather state like this, it's all about keeping your hands warm, man. That's always Ooh. what uh, people just kind of just, uh, like, uh, they, they just make, they pound that into your brain or whatever. It's yeah. always about keeping your hands uh, warm. Because when you're playing baseball, it is the worst feeling when it's cold. Not even when it's cold, just when it's super cold out. You know, you might play games, you know, less than 32 degrees. And gripping. Gripping a cold baseball with cold hands, one of the worst things. Catching a cold football with cold hands is a bad thing. Falling on a cold ground with cold hands is bad. <laughs> oh, so, man. You know what I'm saying? So Yes. Those winter months, man, they get tough, and you have to get taught to keep your hands warm, whether you have hand warmers, you know, those little, uh, you're seeing those little, like, those, like, heat pouches? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stock up on those when you're in uh, New York. Ah, okay. You're in the cold weather. Stock up on those, man. We have, uh, you know, gloves, stuff like that. I see they're making like, uh, they're making like equipment that you can like throw. There's like baseball throwing gloves for the cold. But oh pretty, my. Yeah, but pretty much, dude. The only the only thing you can do when it's cold and you have to prepare is bundle up and keep your your hands uh, warm. It's like you know, like World War One or whatever. Where uh, they had to like keep extra socks, keep their feet clean. Yeah. New York, you gotta keep your hands uh, warm. <laughs> I love that analogy. Now I'll never forget that. So when I go to New York in the fall, sometime, then I'm gonna bring that just in case, because you never know when that snow's hidden. Oh yeah, yeah. we <coughs> get some crazy weather sometimes. Oh man, that's crazy, man. So oh, yeah. that's unbelievable. I that's it's kind of mind blowing to me because I played in some cold weather, but having to deal with that and like. On a day and day, like especially in the spring season, it gets it doesn't get warm very quickly. So that's got to take a mental grind for y'all to stay tough through that and, and maintain your your mindset. Yeah, and you know what's always so weird for me to think about is like, you know, uh, people who live in the West Coast and stuff like that. Like it's pretty nice uh, year round. I feel like. Yeah, at least there's like, sunshine. I, you know. I, I can't comprehend that. Like when it's. December, January, and I see some places it's not snowing. I'm like, what is going on? These people have no snow. Yeah. Do they even own shovels? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> no, that's 
That's so real. Um, but I, I just got to say, though, because I'm from Long Island, where I am now. It's, uh, for those that don't know, it's the most southern part of New York, uh, like 30 minutes from Manhattan. The weather is a bit nicer here. And uh, we didn't get, we really didn't get much snow. It snows a lot, little flurries. Okay. Like that. hard to go outside. But uh, not too much that stuck to the ground, which I was so thankful for. Talking to my friends who were upstate at school. And they're like, yep, we hit five feet of snow yesterday. And I was like, and that's why I'm here. Yeah, that's why I moved south. You know, and, <laughs> and uh, you know, also, dude, the chance to, to play, uh, you know, college, be a college athlete and, you know, work on uh, you know, my podcast, you know, my thing and still go to school, I think. Transferring home here, I think it uh, made the most sense for me. Dude, absolutely, man. How was that, like... How is it being a college athlete? And like now, obviously, you're in that fresh transition, so it's fresh on your mind. Of I got to make a team, and I've got yeah. to make a roster now. And I was probably the best player at my high school, or one of them, because yeah. the best of the best in high school are the ones that make these college teams. And now it's the best of the best there who go on up. So, like, take us through that, man. Like, you just had the fresh jump. So, how is that? Like, how's it been? Dude, I have to, I have to say one thing for anyone trying out, because it does not matter what sport. You are you are playing in uh, the one thing that I've just learned is just pretty much what you know you guys do at a MLU is just the mindset Ooh, because yes. I've never I've never been a person that was so mentally draining you know where you're every day you're competing like it's your last and when you're not you know when you don't have a roster spot and you're playing with all the kids that do and you know they kind of tend to uh, joke around and goof off sometimes and you know you can't do that because the coaches are watching that isn't always the easiest to do and I think that what a lot of kids have to understand is you have to just have that focused mindset that tunnel vision and you know that you have your eyes on the prize that's your goal and nothing can get in your way oh man that's huge I love the mindset man like obviously yeah, as you know with Major League University we're all about the mindset like that's the determining factor in people's success on and off the field. I want to do something where I take this into not only just baseball, but business, to the corporate life, to all these big organizations because people need it, and they need it all over the world. So I think being able to have a strong mindset, develop your mindset, it's not an overnight fix, and I think just learning about it, being able to pick other people's brains, make the phone calls, ask questions, uh, listen to your coach, and, and take advice, and take constructive criticism, be open to changing it's yeah. so big, right? Like, Definitely. especially in that in that moment. I mean, you're like, I remember a lot of guys. Thankfully for me, I, I pretty much had a spot because of a scholarship, so I wasn't like really worried about it. I didn't have to truly yeah. like look over my back. But some of my best friends, man, like my best friend, he was actually the first one on the podcast, Ray McIntyre. He's coaching at University of San Diego now, and he's incredible work ethic, dude. And this dude just. He, I've never seen anybody work harder, and he was the 35th out of 35 guys on the roster, like my first year. Wow. So seeing somebody like that, living with somebody like that, where they're grinding every day, like I can't even imagine, man, the mindset that it takes, the mental toughness. That's not just like making you better now; it's making you better for life. And that's kind of going into the podcast as well, like, dude, grinding through that. What's the end goals with the podcast? The, for the podcast? Yeah, like in, in your podcast stuff. Like, what do you, what is your guys' like end goals, man? And where, where do you want this thing to take y'all? Dude, we have uh, 
pretty massive goals for this. I got to be honest with you. As there's you no, should. As you should. There's, there's no, there's no limit of what I I wanted uh, want to do with it. Uh, pretty much just keep having guests on the show and, and get connected with more more guys. Because that's that's the fun part. You know, getting to meet new people and just get to talk about baseball and sports. I mean, what what's better than that? Oh man, no, you said it, dude. I love podcasting. I'm so thankful for you guys for like forcing me to start this. It was a wake up call. Like, hey, I bet I was thinking about doing this for like five months, and I was scared. I was nervous. I was fearful. And then yeah. when I got on yours and you guys told me your age, I was like, are you kidding me? These dudes are going for it. They've got all these downloads. They're doing their thing. Like, I can do this too. Like, let's go. Yeah. So. That's incredible, man. I want to see y'all on like an ESPN show, but I want your own show. I would watch you guys yeah, every day, but I'd throw you on at 7 a.m. all day long. That's what I, I would love that, dude. Like, one of the things is, uh, you know, like Dude Perfect, they have like their Dude Perfect headquarters. Yeah. Like that, dude. Like, that's what I want. I love the Dude Perfect guys. I want there to be a Yardwork headquarters one day, and I want there to be a, a, a massive amount of land behind it, and we have a couple baseball fields, man. I even I want to soccer field a football field i want to kick him upright i want my job to to pretty much do just have fun every day i want to be doing podcasts be doing you know social media and even you know teaching kids running camps being a coach and stuff like that i want to wake up every day and just be so excited to get to work and with doing this podcast and everything how we've been growing i think that there's no way i won't be able to love what I do if I can, uh, you know, keep continue to do this. The sky's the limit for you guys. Yeah. As I said, I love listening to y'all. I'll say it a million times, but I really see the potential. And you've got the mindset, you've got the work ethic, you've you've learned, and you're continually learning of how to keep pushing this yeah. thing forward and just getting connected with people. Man, you're starting at a young age. That's the biggest thing. I remember my mom told me about like, don't ever burn any bridges. You know, be nice to everybody, and if they're not nice, like, whatever, it's okay. Like, don't, like, succumb yeah. to somebody else's negativity. And I think just doing that and getting connected in these circles, like you guys are, I dude, I'm an investor. <laughs> I, I would love to be a part of that. One day well, we're going to have to make something happen there. So uh, that's exciting, man. Oh, my gosh. Sure, man. Dude, even, uh, like, just saying you want to be a part of it, I was talking to my grandma, actually, a few days ago. And, like, my our family is very involved in this thing. They all help out a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. And I was telling my grandma actually about you at Major League University, and she was loving it. Really? And she, was like, she was loving it. I was telling you know, all the stuff you guys you guys do, and, and, and she was telling me, she's like, you know, that's a, like even a great thing for you. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I would love to continue, you know, to work with you guys and MLU in the future and stuff like that because I think, you know, everyone really thinks you guys are doing such a great job with it. Man, I really appreciate it. It's it's, it's- gratifying when you hear other people who are yeah. being impacted and, and that you really have no idea that are being impacted and people are watching it and it's cool to see kids like dm us and reach out to us and and, and ask questions and parents ask questions because honestly I, th- I had this thought the other day like most parents didn't play baseball if their kids play baseball most parents if their kids play soccer they probably didn't play soccer like it's just the nature of things and they don't know the process of travel ball, of youth baseball yeah. in general now, going to high school, getting in the right fits, the right trainers, the right this and that. And there's so much out there now that people are bombarded with this and they, they don't have the correct information. So being able to help parents, help families find the right fits for their kids, find the right places, just out of the kindness of your heart, man, like that's 
such a gratifying feeling, man. And I think to keep that going, there's so much potential with it and having guys like you in different areas spreading the word and like, who knows, maybe one day we get an MLU facility out there. Like there's so many ideas, you know, like cool things that can happen and you just keep your mind open to it. Right. Dude, I I 100% agree. I think, like you've been saying, dude, sky's the limit. I think if you work hard, there's nothing that you can't do. I mean, who would have thought two 19-year-old kids talking into a phone? I mean, we were 18. We just turned 18 at the time. Talking to a phone in our college dorms, scared to talk too loud because we didn't want people to hear us and think that we're weird because it was our first couple of months away at school. <laughs> now, you know, we're over 50,000 downloads, uh, sponsored by a couple of companies, and we we get to talk to guys who we we just think are so much bigger than us. Like we have, I'm talking to you right now, a former professional ball player, and never in like a million years would I think that I'd be getting this opportunity. I mean, I, I had no clue this was your first guest appearance, so that's an honor to me right there. That's going yeah. in the notebook. I'm hanging that in the closet. <laughs> um, but no, it's really cool, man. You're going to have so many more opportunities, and like I said, we're going to we're gonna do some big things here. Um, I, want, I kind of want to transition, man. I remember going on your show, it was uh, kind of an issue here with the bench press, I got to say. Um, I'm a little hurt because I'm not the best bencher, but I want to ask you, Andy, what do you bench press, and could you outbench me? All right, I'm gonna say yes to outbenching you. Ooh. And here's here's why, man. Because whenever you put up, man, I'm gonna say, all right, man, give me five extra pounds more. Probably gonna go right down to my neck. <laughs> but I'm gonna try. I'm mean, who knows, man. Maybe give me like a smelling salt or something. Get me pumped up. Give me Red Bull. Ooh. We'll see what happens. Give you some wings. Up. Give you some Red Bull wings. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me some wings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, realistically, if we're going uh, one to two reps, let me get. Oh, man, kill me for this. Let me just let me just first point out that about a year ago, I could I could only get a couple reps of one thirty five up. So let me just, let me just just say that right now. Maybe two reps uh, on a real good day, one eighty five. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Hey, I respect it. I'm barely putting up 225 if I even try. <laughs> we'll see. It may be It may be a, It may may be. be a battle in there. It might be a gauntlet because I think you get the energy going. You get AJ in there pumping you up oh, with the pom-poms and the cheer pad. I'm like, slap me in the face a little bit. Yeah, some cold water on the face. Let's go. Yeah, man. You know, maybe I'll put up like 10 of 225. Get, get put in the NFL combine on an accident. <laughs> yeah, an accident. Oh, I'll take you as my running back, man. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, man. I'll take that. Hey, Let's quick go. feet, moving around. I like that. Dude, I uh, did a little bit of uh, flag football halfback at my old school, man. Ooh, okay. Oh, did I you ever get your flag pulled? I got that. What? No, dude, never did I get the flag pulled, bro. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I went Reggie Bush, dude. I had like a five-yard lead touchdown. That would be the greatest play in flag football history. Hey, I hope somebody has a video somewhere. Nah, they definitely didn't. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> before the video. Dang it. Nah, man. Dude, I'm they're just... Actually, no, that's a bad idea. I'm not, I was going to say there should be video... There should be, like, video cameras everywhere. But then I was realizing what I was saying. And I was like, that is not a good idea. Yeah, it's probably not a good deal. That's, um, nowadays, <laughs> eh, maybe not the best time. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, growing up in New York, man, I got to ask you as well, like, 
Deep dish pizza over New York style. Oh, dude, there's no question. No way. Get that deep dish away from me. Oh, really? Now, is that is that a stubborn New York feel, or is that just yeah. the truth? Like, is it just real? It's For me, it's the truth, but it's probably because I'm a stubborn New York. <laughs> I mean, dude, when, when I'm in, especially when I'm in Manhattan, because, it's, like I said, dude, it's, it's 30 minutes. Uh, Queens is like 10, 15, 20 for me. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of good pizza. Brooklyn, same, like 20 minutes away. There's a lot of good pizza that I have easy access to, and it's very rarely is, is it deep dish. It's always that New York style. Uh, you get the thin crust at the bottom, then it kind of gets bigger, you know, at the top of the crust. Oh man, dude, it's it got some good pizza. I always watch uh, what is it, Dave Portnoy's uh, pizza review, man. There's there's some good place in the city that he hasn't been to yet. He's oh. gotta go. I'm always in there in the comments and be like, Dave, got to hit this place up. <laughs> You're like, always on, dropping it in there. You got to go. Oh, and maybe you guys can have a little little dinner date there. Yeah, well, I don't know, man. He's, he's a Boston guy. I don't think it'll go too well. <laughs> oh, too well. A little rivalry there, man. I like it. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, dude, for all my people, for every, if you go to Manhattan, there's two bros pizza. Dollar slices. No tax on it. Two bros. Two bros pizza. There's, there's one like Port Authority. I think there's one by, uh, I don't even know. There's like two or three. I don't even know where they are. I usually end up getting lost and just finding it. I'm like, oh, look, it's two bros. I'm so <laughs> excited. But yeah, dude, it's dollar slices. It's got to be probably my favorite pizza in the whole world. Oh, man. I'm starving for pizza now. I'll be it's honest. Good, um, I'm going to have to hit that place up. Two bros it's pizza, dollar like, slices. It, dude, it feels like so authentic, like... It's, you don't, there's like no sitting area. It's kind of like, you just kind of go up to like the side of the building and it's like a little window. Okay. Like a little overhang roof. There's like, for like maybe, a, you know, only like two bodies like with whether it could fit and you kind of just pay dollar slice, get your slice and you keep walking and it is the best. Dude, that is clutch. Those are the best places right there. The mom and pops type deal, just roll up. <laughs> Get it and, and roll out. Oh, my gosh. I love that. So, being in New York, man, obviously Yankees fan, big time. Yeah. Who's um? What do you got on this year, first of all? like, like How's the year going for your for your oh, boys? Man. man, it's not going very well, Austin. <laughs> At least the Red Sox are struggling. Yeah, yeah. No, that does make it uh, a little bit better, knowing that the Red Sox fans have it a little bit worse than us. Yes. <laughs> but the, uh, the feeling, you know, for, you know, Yankee fans right now, it's a little hopeless. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I know I sound extremely dramatic because uh, we're only, you know, a week or two in the season and they're five and eight right now or whatever, but a whole lot of injuries. And it seems like there's no timetable for any of these guys. Yeah. We're not getting a timetable. We have no idea. We're in like limbo with it. Oh, man. That's brutal. It's, it's you know no Andor. They say Andor might need surgery, be out for surgery, be out for the year. But then there was a video of him throwing the other day, and people are getting excited. And then they said Severino, he's he's thrown back, he's thrown, he'll be back by May. And now he got an MRI, and he he tore every ligament in his body, and he's gonna be out. And then Stanton, he is a bicep strain. It's like what is going on? Just. Guys dropping like flies out there, man. We still have Hicks who's hurt. Sanchez got hurt. It's like, 
Ah, you just can't catch a break. Dude, it's like going into the year, you're so excited because you're like, dude, we have so many guys. We have like five number four hitters. Like, where are they all going to hit? It's like, oh, the lineup's going to be so deadly. And then like now, we're picking up like Giovanni or Stella or whatever from the minors out there. It's like, oh, it just kind of hurts to watch right now. Yeah, it's just a, a tough time for the New York fans. <laughs> I can only imagine being being sub-500 at this point. Yeah, it's just like, oh, you have such high hopes for, for your team. And it's because of injuries, not because, like, everyone's not playing well. Like, well, still, if everyone's not playing well, you're going to be pissed off. But at least you're like, what is going on? Like, why are we just not playing well? Like, we'll pick it up. But yeah. we just have guys not present not even playing it's like what are we gonna do yeah that's a struggle you know so new york fans are definitely a little bit on edge right now but very dramatic very true that, very, uh, very true <laughs> very true feel, feel, feeling uh, kind of down right now hey at least you have some sort of feelings about the team because with the diamondbacks like it's just hopeless. It's a chalked up season. The season's over, like from the very start. Like you already kind of know, uh, but but knowing that, like I'm I'm a low key Yankees fan too. So seeing those guys and knowing that they're struggling, it's like come on, man. We, like, somebody just do good. Somebody get some wins. I know, right, right, um, dude. It's like, dude. It's, it's even tough for me because then for football, I'm a Giants and Dolphins fan, and I'm like. This is going to be another terrible season. <laughs> oh, man. That's... <laughs> and, like, I'm probably more of a Dolphins fan, and the life of a Dolphins fan has got to be the, one of the worst in, uh, in in sports history, especially these last, you know, 16, 17 years. And you might say, you know, like the Browns, this and that. And you're like, yeah, that's true. But everyone expects them to be so terrible. The Dolphins, you they finish either 7 or 9, 8 and 8, or 9 and 7 every year. They get, yeah. like, a 12th to 16th overall draft pick. And it's the same medio- mediocrity every year. It's really sad <laughs> to see. It just keeps getting worse. <laughs> because there were always like one or two teams out of the wild card. Like, we're just going to lose. It's like, just suck. Get a good pick. Yeah. And like, you know, and I don't like tanking. That's not even what I'm saying. But it's like, don't don't be like like six and eight and then win the last two games and then you're eight and eight. And yeah. you're like, you know, you're uh, two or three teams away from the wild card, and I'm just like, you got my hopes up for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> then everybody's pumped for the next year, and then they they go same thing, six and six, six and seven, and the next thing you know, lose the rest, and then you're like, ah, oh. exactly. <laughs> another heartbreaker. So I need I need the Giants, you know, I need another New York team for me to rally behind because my whole family is pretty much whole extended family is Giants fans. And they've just been so bad these last two years. Oh, last year was awesome because I'm a Cowboys fan, so I love it. (laughs) I love it. You actually have to get me. Yeah, I got a Zeke jersey, a Dak jersey. Like, I'm hanging Zeke up on the wall. Hall of Famer, best running back of all time, hands down. You heard it here first. (laughs) Saquon, move over. (laughs) I, I I do like Saquon. He is a beast. He's nasty. That dude's awesome. Um, I like I like Zeke too. I I can respect I can respect greatness. Yes. Now back of all time, I don't know if I'm going to say that. Eh. 
But I will say early uh, prediction. Him, him, Todd Gurley, Saquon, dude. Uh, maybe even throw McCaffrey. I think those those are my uh, my picks for the, the top running backs again this year. Because I know all those guys. I think were no, not Saquon, but those guys were first and second team All Pros. So they were pretty much voted as the best. So I can respect that. Yeah, no, they're those guys are dirty, man. Those are some good ball players for sure, man. So, last question I want to ask you, Andy. Um, really, like, you kind of hit on it, like your your end goal, like your end vision, like you want this ultimate sports deal where you just have so much fun and you're impacting the world and you get yeah. sports all day. But, um, what is like one thing you would tell a kid in your position, somebody who's battling for a roster spot, who has this amazing side passion that he wants to? Um, blow up, and he has all these big dreams, a uh, uh, big just things that he wants to happen in his life. What would you tell a kid in your position who's either gone through that mental struggle where it's like I don't know what to do, yeah. uncertainty, and he's like waiting. This kid's just waiting to take a jump, but he's too scared to take that jump. He's fear of the unknown. So, what would you tell somebody in that situation, man? Man, I, I honestly I've never really thought about it. So. There was there was a kid in a, you know similar situation. I mean, he came up to me. I would probably first have to tell him that the only thing that matters is how you see yourself. Oh man! Most important thing, how you view yourself. So you don't want to you know look back on, on life and and you're like, man, I wish I went out for the team. I wish I started you know, maybe a podcast, like a YouTube channel, something where you put yourself out there. You don't want to look back man i wish i did that because you only have one life you're only you know the the youngest you are is right now in this present second so you don't want to look back and be like i wish i did that and it's gone because you can't go back so i think that would have to be the first thing i would tell them and then the next thing would probably just be you know what like i said before is you have to just each day to strive to be better, especially if you're making, you're trying to make a team or that roster spot. I think you have to strive every day to be better than you were before. And I think something that's just so massive that that I do, and I I, I think I think it would help a lot more people if uh, you know they heard this and they kind of had they did a you know, similar thing like me. Sometimes I'll wake up, man. I'll just look in the mirror. And I just look at myself and I'm like, you just have, you have to be better. It doesn't matter what you did yesterday, good or bad, forget about it. It's a new day. And you, you got to get your butt to the gym, to the field. You got to run. You have to do your thing. Oh, man, dude, that is, that is unreal. I wrote that down. The only thing that matters is how you see yourself because that's yeah. really all that matters in this world, like your identity. You have a and name before the game, man. right? It only matters, you know, when your head hits that pillow, it's, you know, did I do enough today and was I happy? It's not, it's not, you know, were the other people happy? It's, was I happy? Did I have a good day? Did I do the best I could? And each night, you know, before you go to bed, you got to ask that to yourself. And hopefully the answer, you know, is is yes to all of that. Dude, that's a massive bomb that was just dropped on this show. And that is... That is a bother bomb courtesy of Andrew at the yard work, man. That was incredible. Uh, kids need to hear that. Parents need to hear that. Business owners need to hear that. College yeah. students need to hear that. And I think 
your maturity as a young man so far is incredible. So I, I think you're going to inspire so many people in this world, man. I'm so proud to see what you guys are doing. Excited for the future. Excited that we can connect and, and just be yeah. homies, man, and, and get together and, and change the world together. So, Andrew, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate you coming in, man. This was incredible and a lot of awesome knowledge and talk here just from you today. And I wish you nothing but the best of luck. Dude, I, I appreciate it all so much, you know, more than you know. Getting to be a, a guest for the first time, it, it feels awesome. It really feels uh, like I'm, I'm really, you know, my hard work's not going unnoticed getting to do this. So I do thank you a lot. It feels uh, really good from my side. I'm glad I got to hop on because, you know, uh, I really respect everything you're doing. So, and I also got to say thanks, man, for that, that, uh, that maturity line that hyping me up. I'm going to have to have my parents hear that because I drive them nuts. <laughs> we're, we're gonna have to send that clip just play yeah, it on yeah. repeat to the fam man <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i'll be like hey guys listen to this and just repeat yes i didn't say it i'm play. sorry i never said it it was this guy <laughs> <laughs> well andrew thanks for coming on the show man it was awesome to have you yes and thank you thank you uh so much man i loved it I had a great time gotta do this again and you gotta hop on the yard work again soon and uh dude just keep crushing it Absolutely, man. Thank you.